This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor, where live streams, smart stats and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're going to build a train so big, it can't be stopped. From the executive producers of Power. We got enemies eyeing us, cops clocking us. Comes the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Tommy Egan is the linchpin to bring down all of these gangs. Egan's too dangerous to be left alive. Power Book 4, Force. Game over. Premieres Friday, September 1st, only on Stars and the Stars app. Stuck back for Arfield! What a Berlin! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently! And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end! Oh, what a goal! What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League! It's something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the follow-up plays the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Claret and Blue. Oh, goodness me! What a goal from Patterson! If that is to be the one that takes them to Wembley, you cannot argue with that. Pure quality. Here goes Mike Conroy. Still time for a winner, baby. John Francis! They came to York in their thousands. They're going home as champions. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yeah! Michael Kennan! Oh, that's Come justice! On! That is justice! And they have experience! Burnley are level and deserve to be! Hello everyone and welcome along to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Rebend, ahead of another championship game against another team 
in the top six. The tough games are becoming thick and fast, haven't they? Watford, Luton, and now Millwall. Uh, we do have a Millwall guest waiting in the wings. I will bring him in in just a second. Um, but of course, I just want to sort of like go back over the weekend and things like that very quickly. Obviously, a very good weekend for Burnley. Um, winning 1-0 at Luton, who... You know, a very difficult side to break down, resilient, intense, aggressive. That's not me complaining, by the way. Um, more than respectful. Um, sorry, I've got more than enough respect for a team playing in that way. Because if you're just going to let us play football, we are just going to beat you. So the way to, to stop us, I know Luton didn't stop us, but the way to try and stop us is to to just get in your faces. Um, and also a very good weekend, thanks to our guests as well. Um, Millwall beating Sheffield United, which ensured that Burnley went 11 points clear at the top. And I think it's it. I mean, I've been saying for ages we're up, um, but I am 99% confident now that we'll win the league as well. Um, just like we did back in 2016 as well, the last time we were in here. Uh, there's 14 games left. I think four more wins and we're there. I've just been looking at the league table. Uh, it's hard to forget that it is currently February. Uh, I'm recording this on the 20th of February and we're on 72 points. We have just been sensational since the return, haven't we? We have been relentless. Um, if it wasn't for the poor start, I do think we would break uh, Reading's record, but I do think now we'll probably fall short of that. I think the target now probably just has to be, uh, well, obviously first, ensure we're up then ensure we win the league. And then maybe, because I think 106 might be a little bit too far now, um, but then get 100 points. See if we can get 100 points. I think last time we got 95 under Dyche in that season, we won the league. Um, but uh, yeah, 100 points, and I think I'll be happy with that. But yeah, a very good weekend. The only negatives this weekend is that Middlesbrough won, but we won anyway, so the gap stays at 15 points, and I'm not worried about them anyway, if I'm being honest with you. And of course, Blackman got back to winning ways, which is never a good sign. But the only edged out Swansea, who are um, a team that's in a bit of been a bit a, a bit of poor form recently, to be honest. So um, it's probably still a few cracks um, over at Ewood. Fingers crossed. Anyway, but enough said about Blackburn. Obviously, we'll concentrate on this week's game now. Uh, and the Den is always a tough place to go, but especially on the back of a very impressive wing. And I will bring in. Our Millwall fan guest. Now it's uh, from that the uh, sorry the that Millwall pod. How are you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, not too bad, fellow. Not too bad, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm good, thank you, mate. I just want to say thank you for beating Sheffield United at the weekend. I, I seen your eye, little smile there in, in the corner. Um, but yeah, a great game, weren't it? But thank you for that, mate. Yeah, no, it's a good. Um, I think it just shows really that if you take it to them, they can't mm. handle it. Um, yeah. And I think that's the only way really we're going to be able to get points this season is by taking it to people. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to say that. Including you tomorrow. Yeah, well, this is what I was going to go into. Like, You played very well um, against Sheffield United on Saturday. I was a little bit... I, th I thought your keeper could have done better for their first goal, the free kick. So I have sort of like highlighted that. I thought, oh, maybe if we test him, uh, we might get some joy there. But um, I just want to talk about the game at the turf as well, because you, I remember speaking to you before and you were like, oh, Burnley just too good. You'll probably win. Um, you know, we might try and sit off you a bit. And that's exactly what you did. You sat off us. And then we just eventually strangled you to death, didn't we? And I think we won 2-0 yeah. in the end. Um, I fully expect it to be a different game, obviously, because you will have more of the ball. We just kept the ball away from you and didn't let you get anywhere near it. Um, but at the den, obviously, I think you'll have more of the ball, you'll have more possession. And watching you on Saturday against Sheffield United, you had a lot of the ball, didn't you? So how were you expecting to play on Saturday? What sort of tactics are you expecting Millwall to set up in? Well, the problem is what you have is that if... if if we treat you with a bit of respect, then that's when we get into trouble. Um, what we need to do is, because it's at the den, I think it will be hostile. I think the fans will be on side. 
And I think what we need to do is just take it to you. And if we do that and don't give you a chance to play, then I think it's it's it will be a different game. And as long as you know one of our players go through one of yours within about two or three minutes and get the crowd on side, then I think um, I think you boys will suddenly find it's it's a lot harder playing at the Den um, than it has been before. Yeah, well, it's always been a tough place to go, to be fair. So, especially now with you, what are you, fifth, sixth in the league? Just quickly get the league table up. Yeah, yeah. sixth in the league. Um, yeah, a very good win on Saturday. Um, so, you are going to be up for it. I do want to talk about Tom Bradshaw because he was very good on Saturday, wasn't he? Obviously got the hat-trick. The first goal especially, just an absolute rocket. Brilliant, brilliant hit. Um, is he someone we should be worried about, do you think? Or do you think Burnley will have enough to handle him? Obviously, he's going to go into this with his tail up, isn't he? Depends how we play. If we play hoofball, then he becomes non-existent because he's only he's not for a striker, for a lone striker, he's not very tall. But if we play like we did against Sheffield, as you saw, if we keep the ball on the floor, then um, you know it's a different story. That's when he comes into his own, and yeah, you know you're going to get problems with him um, and a few of the others around there. If the ball's kept on the floor and he's played up rather than hoofed up then that's where you're going to be coming into problems. Yeah, it's interesting as well. Obviously, you say you think you'll um, get, get in our fits. It, against against Watford, they just sort of like completely nullified us completely by not being necessarily aggressive, but just by being very well organised. They were very well organised. We couldn't... I remember Anasarori, who is brilliant, uh, didn't beat yeah. their full-back once. They were, they were so good. Um, Luton had a bit of a different approach. They were aggressive in, in our faces, but not necessarily overly aggressive. Are you expecting Millwall to, to be potentially overly aggressive in the first few minutes and then and then sit off a little bit and just be organised? Or are you going to think you'll play in a similar way to Luton did and be in our faces and intense? I don't think we're going to be aggressive, um, as in aggressive. I think we're just going to take it to you and just go out and go, this is ours to, this is ours to lose, really. Um, I think for once that the players and the manager all believe in that the promised land's there for our taking. Yeah, it's interesting as well because uh, I do want to talk to you about your season because obviously, as we just mentioned, you're six, you're doing very, very well. There's been little parts of the season where you have sort of like fallen away from the playoffs, but now you've gone on a, a decent run as well. You've won four of your last seven, um, only lost two games at all more seasons. That goes back to what we're saying about the den. Now, it is a tough place to go. Do you think the Premier League is a distinct possibility then, or is it just a case of now of just make sure you finish in the playoffs, and then of course the playoffs is a bit of a lottery, so then anything can happen. I'd say yeah, I think the Premier. You know, I don't think it's we're necessarily believing that we're going to get there. Um, I think playoffs is a is a good route, but you know the way the the league is open, second place could be there for the grabbing. So, you know, nothing's over yet, but playoffs is definitely where we want to get to and see where we go from there. But who knows? We could, you know, I think we've only conceded nine goals at home all season. Um, so, you know, as long as our home record stays up and we can confer that back out to the, to the away games for the rest of the season, I think we've got 15 games because we've got a game in hand. Um, I think anything's possible at the moment. And, yeah, it's starting to believe. Yeah, it's interesting that, isn't it? Just looking at the home league table, you are currently fourth um, and we are top of the away league table, but of course we have lost twice away this season, um, Sheffield United and Watford, and you've only lost twice at home. So it's going to be two teams that's going to be going into it with confidence, isn't it? I'm expecting it to be a good game. You just mentioned there you're expecting um, the playoffs to be a good route, but I liked your comment about second being potentially open. Are you thinking Sheffield United are going to 
sort of like fade away now and, and potentially lose that that grip on second place. I think they are, but to be fair, I mean, I still think that possibly you guys might slip up, but I think you're getting too far away now, but I fought it for a while. Um, but I definitely think Sheffield are, are going to lose grip. I think Middlesbrough potentially, but I don't know, it could be us as well. You know, we are, as long as we can keep winning games, then I think anything's possible. Yeah, yeah, interesting. We are currently 15 points ahead of third, um, so I'll, I'll be very, very surprised if we slip up for it. We've just been relentless, but since the... Um, since the uh, the World Cup, uh, we've just been relentless. Just we've won ten in a row, then drew one, then won another one. Um, I take a point tomorrow, though, definitely. Um, I want to talk to you about Gary uh, Gary Rowett as well because he didn't do too well at Stoke, didn't it? Did he? Only lasted about what six seven months at Stoke after getting quite a big transfer budget. But he's been at Millwall for quite a while now, and I think this is probably one of the best seasons. Uh, I mean, I've not paid too much attention to the Championship to be honest over the last few years, but uh, I've been very impressed with Millwall so far this year. Um, so are you happy with Rabbit at the minute? He's obviously, from the outside looking in, he looks like he's doing a very good job. He's doing a while. He's doing a good job, yeah. I mean, listen, I think where we are now is accidental rather than intentional for him because I think we've we've pretty much gone from a back five to a back four by accident because of injuries. And he's mm. sort of, when we went there, we suddenly started playing really, really well. And he's sort of gone, oh, we're going to leave this like this for now and see where we go. And, and all of a sudden, the players look happier, the fans are a lot happier, and, and we were getting results. So we're now playing that back four or, you know, pretty much a formation of 4-4-2 as such. Um, and it's proven to be great. When we're playing five at the back, we were pretty much letting in two goals every game. And now we're, we're solid and, you know, the players, what are there now, seem to be a lot more solid. That's interesting. We've mentioned um, Tom Bradshaw and how well he did against Sheffield United, but obviously you're more than a one-man team. What other players should we be, be um, looking out for tomorrow? I mean, Fleming's, you know, the Dutch marvel. He's a, he's a good kid, um, very fast, likes to take chances outside the box if he can. Vlog Sammer's coming in. Um, Shackleton in midfield with um, with Savile again. You know, they they are good. And, uh, and Cooper and Creswell are just phenomenal at the back. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a good mix of players and the problem is, is that you've got the team playing as one now and that's always an issue for, you know, for clubs coming to the den when uh, when they're on fire. Interesting. Um, I've, I mentioned your keeper at the top of the show earlier. Made a mistake against Sheffield United. I mean, it doesn't matter in the end because you won the match. Um, but is that something that we can look to exploit or do you think that was just a one-off? No, I think he's he's got a mistake or two in him. He has done before, but he's a good keeper. Um, mm. And I think you know if he's on the day, he's on he's on form. He's on form. Um, if he makes a mistake, he normally makes up for it later on in the game. But you know his um, his saving ability is uh, is outstanding. He's just got a strange way of being able to dive at balls. Um, but yeah, hey ho. Yeah, interesting. Well, I hope, I hope we um, start off with a few long-range shots, but that can obviously work both ways, can't it? If if, uh, if he makes a couple of decent saves, his confidence is up, and then he ends up being a brick wall. Um, yeah. I want to talk to you about Burnley, because obviously we played you quite early in the season, and I don't think we'd started too well at that point. I think you might have only been the second or third game that we won. Um, but of course, running away with the league at the minute, having lost 16 plays in the summer, brought a few in, but of course we had to. Uh, what do you think of the job that Vincent Company's done so far? I think he's gelled you, hasn't he? I think he's just, he's got you playing decent football and he's just got you working together um, and you become unstoppable. What are you now, 12, 13 games unbeaten now? Something you know, like that. Uh, yeah, we won, yeah. I think it's 12, yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, that's just, you know, this part of the league since the World Cup, you've just been unstoppable, haven't you? Which is good. That's why you're at the top, because you just seem to be winning your games. You know, even games where, you know, even with Watford, you just never gave up until yeah. the dying minutes. You never gave up and managed to get the draw from, you know, from losing three points to, to gaining a point. So, again, those points come the end of the season will be the ones what, you know, benefit you. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a never say die attitude as well. Like we've we've gelled, we've completely changed the way we play. Like obviously, Bur- everyone always knew Burnley's this team, this long ball team. We were getting your faces and maybe throw a few challenges in. Whereas now we're just the complete opposite. We'll, we'll pass the ball around you. We'll pa- play it out from the back. We have inverted fullbacks and things like that. So it's it's been a massive change. And and the fact that we're running away with it. So I, I thought I thought he would start slowly and then maybe a late run for the automatics or playoffs or something like that. Well, yeah, we had a slow start but it weren't as slow as we all thought it was going to be. Let's uh, get on to the actual game itself then. What sort of game are you expecting? Are you expecting a similar game to what you had against Sheffield United or do you think you guys might have a little bit of a hangover from that? No, I think we'll probably address it the same as we did with Sheffield United. I think we just need to take control of the game within the first couple of minutes and, and pretty much set our stall out where we are and um, and just let you guys know where we are and just you know attack hard. And just take our chances. Um, I think we're probably going to beat you, if I'm honest, tomorrow. Um, I just think that the confidence um, in our ability and the way the team has gelled at the minute, I just think that anyone coming to the den is just, you know, is just beatable. And I think you've proven over a lot, you know, over a couple of games that you are potentially beatable. Um, but again, you can't give you a, a second. Because we give you, you know, if you, you lose concentration for a second, you're back in the game. Yeah, definitely. That that is spot on. I think Watford found that out. Luton found that out. Um, there's been a few times this season where we've come up against informed teams, which is what I'm looking at you at the minute. And then we've just like Middlesbrough. The only game that Carrick has lost, I think, is against us. West Brom came yeah. here uh, under Car- uh, Carberan. Uh, they lost that. Uh, Norwich under um, Wagner, they lost that. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I do think this one's going to be a little bit more difficult because you are um, informing your tails up. You mentioned their confidence. I want to. I want to ask you where you think this this newfound confidence has come from because it wasn't that long ago that you were drawing at home to the likes of Hull and Millwall. Uh, sorry, and, and Wigan um, lost away to Coventry recently, but they are a good side to be fair defensively. Um, what's changed in the last few months to, to make you like, just believe? Not, not you personally so confident. Yeah. I just think it's belief in the players. I think the players have got belief. And, uh, and I think for the first time, probably in living history, I think the players actually can see what can be achieved if they win the games. You know, a lot of the time you always hear the managers going, well, you know, we need 50 points to be safe. And, and that's where we're looking at. We're not really looking any further than that. But this year, I think they're looking at, listen, you're in the playoffs. If you keep winning games, potentially we're going to stay in the playoffs or we could go further up. And I think that's what's driving the players. You know, the chance of getting to the promised land is is what's driving them, which, you know, to be fair, would drive anybody. And let's not forget, West Ham could be looking like they're getting relegated. If you go up, I'm Fingers sure that crossed. would be very enjoyable, wouldn't it? Um, but, Leeds and West uh, Ham coming down would be very nice. Oh, yeah. Leeds especially. Obviously, I've got no issue with West Ham, but Leeds especially, I, I would enjoy that. They do look like they are in trouble. So do West Ham, to be fair. They both look absolutely yeah. dire. Um but, uh, yeah, you said there, you, old managers have always said 50 points and you're safe. You get a point tomorrow against Burnley, that's your 50-point mark, so at least you know you're safe. But, um, yeah, you mentioned there you do think... We're going to get three. 
Yeah, what, what score prediction are you going for? What score prediction are you going for? I think I think we're gonna I think it's either gonna be a two 0 or two one. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I'll take a point. Yeah, I'll take yeah, a point. You, I, th- I, th- I think yeah, I think we'll be good you. enough to get one. I think we'll be. Listen, we'll what, see. We'll see. What we wanted out of Sheffield and 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 the Burnley game was most fans would have said, if we can get two points out of them, yeah, we'd be happy. We've yeah. already got three. If we can get another three and get six out of those two games, we'd be ecstatic because yeah, it will suddenly yeah, open yeah. up. But this championship this year is open as is probably the most I've ever seen it open um, in, in any year so far. I mean, literally from. Bottom to middle is one or two points there in it. And again, up the top, apart from obviously you being 11 points clear, but realistically, the, the, the playoff section is open from the middle up. It's only a few, you know, a few points. Drop a game here and another team wins. Look at Luton before Christmas. They were right down the bottom, put a win, a win run together, and all of a sudden they're in the top half of the table now, you know, in the playoff positions. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting that that battle because obviously we're in the, the the championship WhatsApp group, and I've seen whole the whole fan yeah. who was who was down and out pretty much before the World Cup now talking about playoffs. Coventry yeah. were bottom; they're talking about the playoffs. Um, Birmingham were once talking about the playoffs; they've now been dragged into it. QPR were top of the table um, yeah. just before we beat Blackburn. They're now 17th and looking over the shoulder, so it can obviously have the reverse effect, and you can get dragged into it. But I do yeah. think I do think you'll get the playoffs. If I'm honest, I think Blackburn will fall out of it. Watford haven't been great recently. Norwich haven't been great recently. Um, I, it's interesting. I, I think I always say this, but when I look at the Championship playoffs now, and I look at it, I think I can't see any of them four teams dropping out. But obviously, somebody will. Um, don't know. Are you a little bit concerned? I asked this um, the Luton fan uh, at the weekend because they were in okay form. Um, are you not a little bit concerned that maybe you're peaking a little bit too early and then you'll drop off, or do you think you can maintain this until the end of the season? No, I think we can probably maintain this sort of level till the end of the season. I mean, you've got to look at we've got a few players injured at the moment when we went into yeah. into the Sheffield game, and yet the players will come in to replace the players what were injured were probably just as good if not better performance than, than the original players. So no, I think this year we've got such a strong bench and players for players what were injured. I think it's, um, you know, I think it's game on. Um, and I think it potentially could get stronger towards the end of the season. Um, I think the players want it. I think the players confidence want it. And I think it's theirs for the taking. And if we don't do it, it won't be through lack of trying. Yeah, interesting. Um, as you mentioned injuries there as well. Uh, it's good to see that you've got a strong bench and you've got a good squad. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Uh, we're in a similar position. We've got about four or five first-teamers out, uh, so that could potentially play into your hands as well. Um, but thanks for coming on the show, mate. It's been a pleasure. Just before, no, no, it's been a pleasure. Up, just before I do wrap up, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you and your podcast if they want to listen to any any Millwall stuff? Yeah, no worries. The podcast called That Millwall Podcast. Uh, you can find us across all social media, YouTube, TikTok everywhere under the um, under the account name of that Millwall Pod, um, and yeah, we do a variation of different shows, uh, but we're honest and, and open, just like talking to your pals down a pub. Nice one, mate. Thanks for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. No worries, and fella. Good luck for the rest of the season. Cheers, fella. No worries. Speak to you later on. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. 
you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans